It's Wednesday, July 8th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today, we open the show with an awkward exchange I had with our dog, Gordy. We talk the latest episode of Unsolved Mysteries, the hashtag Hugs Not Masks and Mothers Against Distance movements, the Solid 8 CEO rant, the Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And we kick it off with a track by our friend and yours, the very talented Scott Dion Brown. Goodbye to those you love And sail on down the river When the waters get too rough I hear your quiet swimmer And if you feel you've had enough You're my dinner You're on your own Do you feel Like you're 12 years old Do you feel That's when I feel In control Traffic jams and broken bones Nothing goes to plan Like you're 12 years old Do you feel 
As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the... Fuck some comedy <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Days in, not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show You and me below Just like the flowers Laughing all day long People I need to lose Sing a little song Then take a shower Julian Dion It's a, it's a show It's not an hour, it's a show It's Okay Live on a Wednesday, Wednesday, July 8th, 8th of the, is it? Yeah, it is the 8th, right? Uh, is that right? Yes. Yes. Waste of time, broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi. Hi, hi. Hi. Jen Grant is with us. You got it, you got it. Good morning, Gen Z. How did as you sleep? They, as they say in Germany, we are uh, good. Uh, good in Germany. <laughs> We're huge in Germany. It's 1:07 p.m. there in Germany. We know that. 
Such a waste of time. Two, three, coming at you live on Facebook. Oh, sorry. What? Go ahead. What was that, though? We don't know much, but we know that. Oh. Glad it was worth it. (laughs) I know. That's why I said never mind. Shut up. Uh, I thought you said yesterday not to say shut up. It was rude. Well... In this context, right. it's okay. Meaning when you say it. No. Oh, starting off on a When you say it really cute. We are live on Facebook. Live. <laughs> Turn off your mic. We're live on Facebook Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Here we are and available, of course, on demand on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. I think I'm not marketing the show properly because... People keep telling me, oh, I want to watch. I never get up early enough. It's like, it's look, it's a podcast. It's always up there. We just record it live at 7 a.m. So then when you wake up, it's there. Just, oh, I missed it. You're not missing anything. It's out there. Always. Yeah. Maybe we need to do some marketing specifically about that. It's just a waste of time. Yes. Ch- change the name again. How are you feeling today, Jennifer Grant, comedian? Pretty good, pretty good. Scared the shit out of me this morning. Why? Well, I woke up at five and you were just staring at me. You are so dramatic. I just looked at you. Looked at, I opened my eyes and you were just like like almost sitting up, but like staring at me. And it was like twilight no, in, in no. the room. No, no, no. So I could just, there was like this grayish hue and then just you looking at me. I was like... Jesus. <laughs> That's a night. Thank you. Me looking at you terrifies you. That's weird. You know what I mean. Oh, my double standard morning. Welcome to double standard Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, the fans are loud. Are they? Should I go turn them off? Well, I hear them. I don't know if the listeners hear them or if they come across as they maybe just turn off the one in the um, bedroom entrance okay. there. And the, and the ceiling fan in the kitchen. Okay. Well, and the one downstairs. No, I'll be right back. All right. Anyway, hope you had a a, a good uh, day yesterday, everybody. We're here. We've got a lot to cover, even though I think Jen uh, has to run out relatively soon, eight-ish. Did, did, you, did you get it? Anyway, the whole world is uh, falling apart, as uh, we're seeing on social media. It's kind of frustrating. Uh, I'm trying to not be on social media, but I'm addicted. I'll admit it right now. Hi, my name is Julian Dion. I'm a social media addict. I hate it. I hate my phone. I hate everything about it. I hate that I scroll mindlessly and for no reason. I never feel better after I scroll. It's always worse, and right now, with the state of the world and the uh, everything, it's, uh, yeah, worse than ever, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Are you back? I'm back. All right. Does that sound better? Way better. Oh, good. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into the more serious things, but off the top, I wanted to mention it finally happened, Jenny. Yes. This morning. I'm embarrassed to admit it, but it did happen. I'm scared what you're going to say. Me too. I don't know if I want to admit publicly. I mean, it's an accident. Things happen. Uh-oh. Uh, the dog took a swipe at my junk with his tongue. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He made contact. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that even happen? You're the, a bit of a nudist. 
Yeah, I'm a bit of a nudist, and well, there you go. And the dog is crotch level, and he always he has this obsession with. <laughs> we have a Gordy. Our is he's an Irish setter, and he just like licks all the time, and his head is right there, and. Um, He's often made attempts, and I'm like, I scold him when it happens. I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. And uh, this morning, uh, there was a brush. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Jumped uh, in the shower Had you right already away. put coconut oil? <laughs> no. It was uh, pre-shower, thankfully, but it was quick. It's like he knew he wasn't supposed to, and he was all shameful, but really quick as he his head went by, uh, he, it, there was a brush. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Christ. He made contact. Oh, Dog man. licked my dick first thing in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Oh, my goodness. So I was embarrassed. Uh, I, w- I took a shower in the fetal position. <laughs> shaking, crying, rocking myself back and forth. It's so funny because, like, to the dog, he's just like, oh, that's like an elbow. Like, who cares? I know. But why always this obsession with... Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Be- because you Coconut, s- It's different when there's coconut oil involved. You're like, really? I, I felt a little bit bad for saying the coconut oil thing because I wasn't sure if you wanted me to say that. Oh, well, that I lather coconut oil on my body head to toe? That includes everything. <laughs> I mean, let's just be real here. You have to moisturize. Yeah, yeah. like, it, yeah, he obviously would want to lick it if it had oil on it. There wasn't any oil. It was just uh, protruding, I guess. It looks like a maybe a dog toy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it happened. I think when I the knew cat- this. I knew this day would eventually happen, uh, and today would, uh, and it did. So man alive. Yeah. So wow. I. Uh, I don't know how to. I don't know how I feel about it, other than mortified and upset. Yeah. That's it. I think that's a healthy reaction. Be weird if you're like, oh, I liked it. Get the peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've been watching uh, Unsolved. I don't know why I thought I'd share that. This is how desperate we are for content. The dog swiped my dick. At first, I was mortified, scolded him. And then I'm like, ooh, the podcast. Well, because it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, it is funny and it's honest. Like, that's that's where we're at. No. That's what, that's what happens when you're doing a show five days a week for about an hour, an hour and a half. You know, we're pumping out... Between five and seven hours of content every week. So anything that happens, I'm like, ooh, the show. Yeah. Dog licks my dick. I'm like, first thing in the morning, I'm like, all right. <laughs> that's four minutes. And it's not even. It's I, I was expecting more from you, but it's just like, okay, I'm moving on. No, I'm still talking about it. Right. Right? Yeah. Well. No, hmm. don't force it. Don't force to talk about it. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think of you... You know, you love being nude, and I mean, I know you're comfortable walking around naked, but you're going to have to just throw on some panties. Panties. Jeez. I thought you were going to say pants. Joshua's just joining us. I don't know if you caught what Julian was talking about, but... Um, morning, Josh. Welcome. Our Irish shutter dog, Gordy, this morning licked my dick first thing out of the out of bed. So anyway... <laughs> don't brush it off like you're not saying that. He brushed. There was a brush. <laughs> Quick brush, and he like he he knew he was he like licked and then like right away he he's like you know how he, when he looks up and you see the white of his eyes underneath yeah like right away knew he shouldn't. Well, the and other got, day I remember you were walking by with without anything on and he was close by and I could see him 
making like the mouth motion like he wish he could, but he knows he's not supposed to. Yeah, like like uh, nervous because when he's nervous, <laughs> he kind of he does this mouth thing where he's like, and and uh, what does he do? One more and, time? No, and and he was doing that right around it, like looking at it, trying not to look at it, you know. Yeah. No, oh, well. The tasty morsel, just uh, morsel. <laughs> morsel. <laughs> a clarification was much needed. I think that's what uh, Joshua just said. Right. Yeah. So oh yeah, this was accidental. It's not like oh, it's Wednesday. Here we go. First thing. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> now I'm starting to feel weird. Really? Uh, whatever. Why should you feel weird? You didn't do anything. He did I it. Know. Gordy he should, feel, should weird. feel weird. Yes. He's, maybe that's why he's lying on his bed. He's all ashamed. Mm. Like, did when he walked to his bed, was it a bit of a walk of shame? Yeah, he was holding uh, his high heels in one hand and yeah. mas- mascara was running. Why does it... Okay, why in that scenario is it the girl who's having a walk of shame? Like, why does he have to have heels in his hand? I don't know. Why couldn't it have been just, he's a male. If there's a 50-50 chance I could have picked. No, but well, can't men have a walk of shame Of too? course, it was 50-50. Thank you. But if I, Thank you. everything that mentioned, anytime we mention women doesn't mean, oh, why, why, it, it's just, it was a f- toss up. All right. I could have mentioned men and then not, would you said, would you have said the same thing? Wait, why is it a man? No. No. All right. Yeah, no, you're, I, you're forgiven because I know that you don't, you're a good person. Thank you. <laughs> Shit, what was I going to say? We're not sure. Anyway, we've... <laughs> oh, this is what I want to say. Uh, this episode, of course, is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. And if you go to Gringo's Blazing Sauces, it's free shipping for orders over $40. And uh, if you, for listeners of this show, if you in- enter JD5, you get an extra 5% off Ooh. at checkout. Gringo's Blazing Sauces. We'll do a, a better live read later. But uh, in case you're watching this and want some hot sauces before the live read, I need to get a haircut. I'll do it. Anyway... We watched another episode of Unsolved Mysteries yesterday. I wonder yeah. how many are left in the series or the uh, season. It's really good. It's number one trending on Netflix, number one in Canada. So check it out if you guys are watching it. Yesterday I mentioned how it was all murders and yesterday's was not. Yeah. It was UFOs. Shing, shing, ding, 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 shing, shing. I don't know what the hell that was, but... <laughs> Yeah, it was about a 1969 uh, thing so where some people claim to have been abducted. Some people from Massachusetts, a few people in Connecticut have also said they've seen it. Anyway, it's uh, very interesting. Do you believe in UFOs, Jen? Um, I do I believe that it's possible, a hundred percent. Like I don't, I wouldn't say that I believe in them, but I do. Be, I believe that story last night because if multiple people are saying it, then I a hundred percent believe that those people are telling the truth and that something happened. And I, I don't disbelieve it. Basically, yeah, I'm like, I don't disbelieve it. I don't. F- basically, exactly what you said. Yeah. I have doubts, but yesterday's episode, I was like, oh, shit. I, th- I didn't think you had doubts. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just... I want to... I want there to be aliens, but I don't know. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't but scare you to think that there's aliens? Not really, because part of me doesn't believe that there are. Right. So I'm like... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it scares me the thought of it just because it's one of those things that makes me feel like I'm out of control. Like every story that we've heard about aliens and UFOs is that they are smarter than us. And they have these these oh, yeah. technologies that are just beyond our comprehension and that so that freaks my freak because I'm like I, I'm very I feel very vulnerable when I think about that and I don't like that feeling. It's always people in really small areas too. And it's always, they look kind of off. Not off, but... But those people in Unsolved Mysteries didn't. A couple of them did. But then you realize that they probably, are, they're probably off because of this happened when they were 10 say. years old. Yeah. Because they were saying like they wouldn't talk about it really with people because people would uh, not believe them and make fun of them and, and yeah. shun them. And do you think that something could have happened to their brains when they got uh, abducted? And also, like, I don't know what it is, but it seems like every story I hear about aliens, aliens sound really cocky, too. They're just like, yeah, we'll just fucking grab you, do whatever we want with you, bring you up, prod you. Like the dog this morning. (laughs) He felt cocky. (laughs) But this, uh, I don't know, like... Usually I'm like, eh, it's full of shit. But then it's all different people that didn't know each other. Exactly. That talk about this exact same thing. And the real crazy one was, spoiler alert, by the way, but was, well, I mean, this happened in 1969. It's not like it's, whatever. Well, if you want to watch the show, block your ears right now. It's like, what are we, was that episode three or something? Five or six. Oh, wow. We're just speeding through them. The, uh. Yeah, the crazy part was when this family was in a car and they see it, all these bright lights, all the, all, and all of a sudden it's, it's in the summer, everything's quiet, all these bright lights, they can't hear a thing, and then all of a sudden all the wildlife, everything starts getting really loud, the chirping and the frogs and the peepers and everything, and then boom, they don't remember everything, anything, after that they come to... The full car, the two or three kids in the back, the grandmother in the passenger seat, the mother in the driver's seat. They come to three hours later, parked in front of a drugstore a mile and a half away where they kind of last remember anything. Three hours later, everything seemed normal except the mother was in the passenger seat and the grandmother was in the driver's seat. Yeah, that's weird. And the grandmother did not drive. He's like, my grandmother did not drive. And she's still alive, the mother. And she told she told that she's like, we. I woke up. I was in the passenger seat. My mother was in the driver's seat. And then the kids in the back are alive, obviously, still today. And they're telling the story. They're like, my, my grandmother didn't drive. And she was in the, we woke up. She was in the driver's seat. That's crazy. And so that was, a, I was like, oh, shit. I mean, obviously something, I don't know. I wish well, I just wish like it'd be more obvious. Like how come it's so secretive these UFOs? Like you'd think uh I don't know. Huh. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. I wonder what the Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, like it's like they don't want us to know that they exist. Why? 
Why? Maybe they want us to leave them alone. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe they're like, oh, I can see what they're doing to their planet. I think we'll just uh, hang out on our planet and keep it. And maybe they're evolved. Maybe that's the next, maybe that's where civilization is headed. Go ahead. Toward a more... Obviously, they're advanced if they have technology to, to find us. I don't know. I just... It's freaky. Like science says, like the odds of us being here are insane. Um, like humans, individual yeah, humans. Yeah, you, yeah. Like th- this planet that like, we have life on it. It's just like the perfect storm of things that happen, and the odds are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Could that have happened other places than you in the universe? I mean, the universe is. A, 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 I mean. Oh yeah, we're like a speck. I know. We're nothing. Hey, mm. can I interrupt this for a funny little comment from Joshua? Yeah. He said he once did a walk of shame on a ca- in a caveman costume down a busy street after a Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, you know, you know, because other times when it's a walk of shame, you could be like, maybe I'm pulling this off. Maybe it just looks like I'm wearing this, you know, nightclub outfit on this you know yeah sunday morning on my way to brunch no when you're a caveman on november 1st first thing in the morning we all know what happened yeah and why is a walk of shame it's so weird like that's such a catholic thing like why are why should you be shamed you should be like yeah bitches yeah. Just got it on last night. I don't know if it's a Catholic thing. I mean... Yeah, there's a lot of shame around sex with Catholicism. Just Catholic... I don't think so. A lot of... A lot. That's I think a, all religion. Not as much as Catholic. Which religion is, like, sexually open? Um, Muslims? That's a good question. I'm gonna... Jewish th- people? Does anyone know? Comment below. I feel that... Catholicism is dramatically more guilt-ridden when it comes to sex. I think that's just because you know what you know. I mean, you're, no. you're Catholic, so you know that. Oh, we're, it looks like we're paused. Really? Oh, maybe you were just in that expression a long time. But it just it got weird. Really? Oh, don't i can tell this is you this is you trying to pretend like you can't even move your lips you're like this really (laughs) like there's no r you're like this Uh, illy illy uh does anyone know a religion where sex is embraced and you're not supposed to feel ashamed ashamed there are none there's no way no that's not true none all right prove me wrong Okay. Well, Religions I, that embrace sex I don't where they're like, I just slept with a stranger last night and I'm not ashamed. I'm walking home. <laughs> Which religion is like, amen, sister. Here's <laughs> I, communion. I can guarantee that there are some that are more. Like, don't they say, what's that? What's that religion that's like um, Catholicism light? Well, it's still Christianity. It's what's still, that? there's still like. What is that though? I don't know. There's a bunch of different ones. What is it though? United. Let me see. There's a bunch. I'm going to look it up. United Church Stance on 
walk of shame. No, I'm just kidding. On sex. I, I United like, Church of Canada. I like the verbal Canada. of your typing speed. United. <laughs> Church. <laughs> sex. You Says really- United Church of Canada has overwhelmingly voted to endorse same-sex marriages. Overwhelmingly. Yeah. Overwhelmingly. Yeah, but what see. does that have to do with shame? I'm looking. I'm looking. And, and sex and shame. The same sex thing is a different topic. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying yeah. that they f- they they have a more open mind. Overcoming religious shame. Oh, that's never mind. That's not united. I'm gonna. I mean, this is boring for listeners, so I won't do the research. Anyway, now, the walk of but shame maybe I'll is. Make a note of it. The walk of shame is not. I don't think is a religious thing. I think it's just like, ooh, what did I do last night? And you're just, I don't know. Walking back, you're walking, and you're clothes from the night before. Men or women. And you're just like, and it's obvious to people. I don't know why it's called that. Jeez, I don't think it's a religious thing. Well, it's not. Maybe it's not a religious thing, but it's Catholicism is synonymous with feeling guilty about sex. Because you're Catholic, you know that. But uh, every religion, every religion. Yeah, but I think Catholic. Anyway, we can move on. But I think Catholic. You're saying there's no shame in sex with with Jews or Muslims or not as much. I don't know about that. Not as much. Tell me if you agree, please, if you're I watching. Disagree. No, I know you do, but whoever's watching right now on Facebook Live, can you please comment and let me know if you agree with me or if you agree with Julian? And if you have any perspective on this, please share so we can move the hell on. Aliens. How do we go from aliens to... Walk of shame because... No, no, I know. how. Oh. jeez. I love how you were going to explain. Well, because Joshua said this comment and I interrupted with comments. We Sorry. had flow. Do you have a lot of incense in there right now? Oh, do you smell it? it no, you look like all hazy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo, party zone and he... In hizzy? Anyway, watch Unsolved Mysteries. That's good. I, I wanted to talk about it more, but I, I think I'm tapped out. Really? Yeah, because it's all interrupted with this thing. Well... Get back. No. It's over. Do you guys believe in UFOs? Let us know. Do you wish that... Do you want the rest of the episodes to be about, like, investigations about missing people? Or would you rather it be I like both. Yeah. I like a mix of both, but I really did like the UFO one. That's right up my alley. Anything space-related, I love. Yeah. Alien movies, I love. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should believe... Maybe I should just admit that I believe. I know that I'm a believer. What if you knew <laughs> what if you knew if you got abducted that you'd remember everything and you'd see it? Like some of those kids and I wonder if the kids are the only ones that remember things. You know, like they say kids have the ability to hear certain noises, are more in touch with um the spiritual realm of the world. Yeah. Like, my sister has this crazy story about when my niece was a baby in her crib, and she she used to, her, her little baby, before she could really talk, like, she only had, she only knew, like, maybe two or three words, and one of the words she used to say when she was waking up from her nap, she'd be alone, and she, my sister would hear it through the monitor, is her, her, uh, her daughter would say things like, she would say this word, dawn, dawn all the time 
And like my sister really remembers that because almost every single time she was in a room by herself, she could hear through the monitor, Don, Don. Anyway, later on, fast forward to... Don, 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 she's been Don so long. She's been Don, Don, Don so long. Don, Don. So when my my sister went to a psychic, you know, 20 years later, no, maybe not, 15 years later, doesn't matter. The the lady said to her, um, you you have, you know, this many children. And she said, your daughter, Jessica, has a guardian angel named Dawn. Mm, I don't believe in psychics. UFOs, maybe. Psychics, I don't. What's I, funny is your sister's an atheist, yet she'll go to psychics and believe there's guardian angels out. I know. You can't be both. I know. You can't well, believe there's nothing and then but something. I wonder if Mel is watching. Let us know, Melanie. I think that's a but, cool uh, story though. Like that, uh, it is on, cool. What are it, the chances? And Dawn is such a like such a specific name. It's not like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what are the chances? And I mean it wasn't twenty years later. it was more like I don't know, I think about twelve years later or something, now that I say I don't know why I said twenty. Because but nonetheless it was definitely more than ten. And you have to you have to admit that for my sister to remember that many years ago, my niece said it enough times. Yeah, it is that, crazy. That my sister remembers Dawn, that that name. This psychic, um, she called herself an angel communicator. She was like a clairvoyant. And she she has now passed away, even though she wasn't old when we went to see her like now she might be in her late 50s if she had continued to uh live and she died of an aneurysm i know but but she was incredible like you i remember a friend of ours walked in and and right away she said um don't go to law school there's too many lawyers and at that moment our friend was considering going to law school and she was really tormented over the decision um, stuff like that. She even guessed that I was a stand-up comedian when I was early on in my career, like really early on. And I wouldn't even call it a career at that point. I was maybe three years into doing stand-up. And that was so unusual. Like anytime anybody asks me what I do and I say I do stand-up comedy, they're always very shocked. And like, first of all, there's not a lot of women doing comedy. Second of all, in Ottawa, like it's such an unusual thing to do that she was like, are you like, I see you on stage. You, there's timing and rhythm. And maybe she was at Yuck on a Wednesday. Oh, of course you'd say that. <laughs> but like she, she said, are you a drummer? Sorry, I interrupted. Well, she was asking all these questions because the last thing she would have thought would be comedian. And, um, I know, and I didn't give her my last name. she, uh, the chance of her being at Yuck Yucks on a Wednesday. And then she's like, are you a stand-up comedian? Hmm. And, and I, uh, yeah, it was crazy. So I, I do believe it. I believe that there's people who are not very good at it. They might have a little bit of skill and they don't know everything. I think there's scam artists like there are in every industry, but I do think there's legit, but they're probably few and far between and probably some, the ones that are really good at it are probably really few and far between. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I've never been to one, so. And you've never gotten a massage either. I don't believe in massages. Because <laughs> you would laugh the whole time. Massages are a work of the devil <laughs> and aliens. Actually, it's funny because I've 
I've left massages feeling a little bit like a walk of shame because it's so intimate <laughs> and it's so embarrassing. Like you leave there and like my mascara is all smushed. Your face is smushed against this thing. You've got lines all over your face. Cause I, I was going for the hour and a half, um, massage. So, you know, your face is squished against a pillow. Um, there's like two pillows on the side of your face. So your face kind of, your nose goes in the center where there's nothing mm-hmm. and you just, are pushed down and you don't know this person yet. They're making you feel incredible and touching you all over your body. And like, it almost feels like, like, uh, euphoric. Well, it does. You, I left there often feeling high and then feeling like I didn't want to look at her almost like she's, it's like embarrassing. Like I was like, what do you attribute that to? My Catholicism. Mm-hmm. No, but, and then I'll, obviously I talked about this before, but I accidentally fell asleep. And not only did I fall asleep, which is already a tad embarrassing, but this is a real embarrassing part because I woke myself up by snorting. So I was like, so relaxed. I went like that. And then I'm like, sorry. And I'm all embarrassed. <laughs> the, uh, uh, do you have to go at eight? Yeah. Okay. I messed up. Why? The words of the dance. <laughs> that wasn't really a dance. What did you do? Uh, I said, never mind. I, I just lip synced the wrong words. <laughs> Here's your daily dose for Wednesday, July 8th. So as of midnight yesterday, today, early this morning, masks are mandatory in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. How about that? Under these new rules, businesses are responsible for making sure customers wear a face uh, mask and face fines. Uh, that confused me. Face fines, a thousand dollars, and that's I think in Ottawa it's eight eight hundred to a thousand dollars, but in Toronto it's a thousand dollars. A bylaw, if you. But the legal experts say that short of calling the police on customers who don't comply, businesses may find it. They have little power to enforce the policy. But later on in this article, it says that a lawyer says that a business can actually refuse a customer. Legally, they're allowed to tell them to leave. But I can see how, what a terrible position to be in as a business owner because you've been suffering financially and then now you get to reopen, but then you have to tell people to leave. Well, you should want to be able to, you should want to tell them to leave if they're not wearing a mask or putting you in danger. Yeah. No, I know. For sure. But then they're losing money is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. But yesterday I went to get my hair cut. Uh, I regret that. Just FYI. If anyone's listening and they're wondering if they should go and do that. And because they say I felt safe going because the person who was cutting my hair had to wear a mask. So I was like, well, it'll be fine. And I also read stories, which I've read on the Daily Dose here, about how many, 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 many viruses are not spread because uh, they use this hair salon as an example because the hairstylists were wearing masks. But this hairstylist, with the best intentions, she doesn't know. I can tell she's a very nice person. 
but she kept letting it slide down and I, her nose was exposed, which doesn't help anything. And then at times she pulled the mask away from her face to talk and get some air in there. And it's like, well, you're not, you're defeating the purpose. Yeah. Anyway, so I regret going to that. Well, now you know. Yeah. But I mean, if you're considering and on the fence about it, like I would have rather just get you to cut my hair again. You know? Did I cut your hair? Yeah, you don't oh, yeah. remember? I do. Do you see the, uh, speaking of which, do you see the Mothers Against Masks? No. Or no, no, Mothers Against Distance. No. And Hugs Over Masks. Come on. First of all, Mothers Against di- Distance. Usually the mothers' movements are against uh, things that are harming people. Yeah. Well, they're playing. Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Mothers yeah. Against, uh, there's another one. Uh, I forget. And this one is Mothers Against Distance, and these mothers can go fuck themselves, and Hugs Over Masks. Yeah. And it's this, uh, it's uh, Leticia Montana that went to a Toronto hospital and was like uh, asked to leave because she has a, had a suspected broken finger. Well, she's back in the news. I'm going to play a video here. So there's this movement in, Tor- movement in Toronto uh, of about 40 people that... Uh, travel the subways and stuff without masks and they have shirts hugs over masks oh my god it's making it seem like it's all like oh see we're hugging like we're nice people we're we're all about niceness listen to these idiots wait if you were nice you'd wear the friggin mask i'm gonna play the video okay and for our apple listeners obviously this will be audio but whatever you get the gist. So th- it starts off, it's a CP24 clips, and it stop, st- starts off with Letitia talking about it, and then this other guy. It's not the world we want to live in. That is what has led to the greatest atrocities throughout history. Now have oppressed minorities, have oppressed dissidents, anybody who doesn't vote. I apologize for the hum. That's just where they were. First of all, no one's going to take you serious with your nips showing. Where are the nips showing? Oh, this guy wearing it. You know, he's wearing one of those muscle shirts, but with like, it's just like sh- little strings. Oh, yeah. I see. And he's got a braid. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a jacked guy and he's got his muscle shirt that says swole is the goal. Oh, God. Size is the prize. And his nips are showing. Contact trace, get contact trace. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you want to get contact trace, get contact trace. If you want to get a vaccine, get a vaccine. But you're not going to tell us to do what we don't want to do. Freedom of choice is essential to a functioning society. Oh my God, I hate that's what we're here to show everybody today. United, non-compliant. Know your rights, everybody. Know your rights. Know your rights. Protect your rights or they'll take your rights. So... Oh, he doesn't have a braid. That was just a shadow thing. Let me get this straight. So they're going down into the subway. These assholes. What the hell? First of all, what she's saying is insane. 
So what's going to happen when they go down? Freedom is essential, and that's what we're proving today. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you want to get contact traced, Do they keep saying that over and over? No, no, I'm replaying it because he he's like... Yeah, he, he he's just like it. Make it makes no sense their argument. What about all the other bylaws? Why are they not protesting any other bylaws? What happened with that freedom? And also, I don't understand. Like, if if any one of them had a loved one or a family member be affected by COVID, and all these doctors in the in the world are saying that the way to prevent the spreading is to wear a mask, why are they that? It really should be taken more seriously to wear a mask because essentially you could be you could be potentially like I, I'm waiting for a legal case to happen where someone didn't wear a mask and they were part of this group, for instance, and they exposed someone who was immunocompromised and that person dies because that's going to that's inevitable. I don't understand the uh, why this issue is such an infringement on their freedoms. Yeah, I know. Then don't wear a seatbelt when you drive. Then speed. Then do all these. Why this particular thing? All of and it's a temporary, temporary thing. It's not like now and forever and until the end of times we have to wear masks everywhere. Yeah. All of a sudden, these like quote freedom fighters standing up for their rights. F- the freedom of choice is essential to a, a a society. Oh, shut your mouth! What about all the other bylaws? Then park your car anywhere, right on the sidewalk. Why not? It's a free society. Park your car right there in front of a fire hydrant. Do it. Joshua has a great example. What is he it? He says seatbelts. Where's the seatbelt protest? Yeah, everything. Seatbelt. Uh, I was listening to Jim and Sam the other day, and they were saying, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts, and Jim was saying how, like, why aren't these people protesting the no shirt, no shoes, no service policy? Then yeah. go into a store without your shoes and shirt and protest. Why all of a sudden the piece of cloth is on your mouth? It's an infringement on your rights. It's ridiculous. I'd, I'd also hazard to say that um, in seatbelts, Joshua said, but what about even drinking and driving? Because drinking and driving harms other people. If yeah. you don't wear a mask, it harms other people. Drinking and driving can kill other people. Not wearing a mask can actually essentially kill someone. It's so stupid. And uh, Joshua also said, that's the last group I'm taking advice from. Yeah. Those guys, yeah. those people, they look insane. Anyway. And, and and they think they're these geniuses that have figured out that what the rest of us haven't. And they see what we don't see. And they're like, they're fighting for the freedoms. And they're like the, these martyrs that will go yeah. down in history as people that have fought for the right. Oh, fuck off! It's you're not fighting for anything, but you're you're a douchebag. Yeah. Remember, like, well, not remember because we weren't around, but people ha- were drafted to the war. Mm-hmm. This is like okay, wear a mask for a little bit. It helps reduce the numbers. You know, it doesn't prevent it, but it really it definitely helps. And yeah, we're doing our best to get out of it. So please, just if everyone could make an effort and. No, all of a sudden these people are standing up for their rights and and freedoms. Oh, shut up. You know what? Then stay home. Stay home. It's so annoying. Because if, if I get, so I guess basically they're saying we don't believe. Are they saying we don't believe the doctors when they say that it really prevents the spread of this? Oh, yeah. They they probably even deny that it exists, I bet you. Yeah, probably. Like we're all sheeple. Yeah. 
Oh, anyway, changing gears a little bit here. Uh, a Toronto police officer has been charged in connection with the homicide investigation of Bill Horace, a former Liber- Liberian, 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 oh my gosh, <laughs> rebel leader who was shot in London, Ontario in June. Constable Trevor Gregory, 46, is the father of a suspect charged in the death of a 44-year-old um, Horace, that man I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Members of the London's major crime section arrested and charged Gregory with breach of trust Tuesday. Gregory's son, Kieran Gregory, 22, was charged June 25th with second-degree murder in the case but remains at large. Police have not said exactly what Trevor Gregory, the dad, who's the constable, is accused of in relation to the breach of trust. He has been released from custody pending a London court appearance on September 29th. It's probably one of those cases where the father didn't give the information he should have in order for his son to be apprehended because that's just my guess because if you're a cop and your son has committed a crime you'd be really conflicted I mean I know we all know what the right thing to do is but it must be really hard as a parent when you know yeah right yeah what would you do um I don't know what would you do if our Irish setter licked someone else's dick and they charged him with I'd say lock them up. <laughs> anyway, if anyone knows any has any information about it, they're asking that uh, you call London Police or Crime Stoppers. Remember Crime Stoppers when they used to do those reenactments? I was in one of those commercials. Oh my god! I forgot about that. I think you, you told know, me that story like when we first got together. Yeah. And tell me, tell us about that a little bit. It was bit. a Crime Stoppers commercial in New Brunswick. It was the stabbing that happened in the summer. It was at a racetrack just outside of Shediac and uh, the Can-Am Speedway at the time. It's a different name now, I forget. But anyway, this guy, there was like some sort of event at the Speedway and this security guard went to take a leak along the tree line by the woods. Mm-hmm. And out of the woods came this uh, man and his little boy, his little son. And the man stabbed the security guard and ran with his boy in the summer. So we reenacted it. I was hired to reenact it. I played the part of, can the you guess? The little boy. The little boy. And, my, and the father was played by my buddy, same age. <laughs> my buddy, Ben, who's... Uh, who was uh, in the hockey team? You were little for your age, eh? And uh, yeah, so we're the, but we're the same exact age. He's playing the father. I'm playing the little boy. This is how <laughs> these reenactments are ridiculous. <laughs> I'm. Uh, he's wearing his uh, hockey uh, Letterman jacket with his name on it and everything. <laughs> like no wardrobe or anything. And it's in the winter, full blown winter, and we stab a cop with like a piece of wood. And so the cop is standing there and then you see us like walking through this woods uh, on the snow, like crunk, crunk, walking on the hard snow. And the whole thing happened in the summer at night. It's daytime, (laughs) winter, and these two kids are acting as father and son. Those are like ketchup packets for blood and stuff? Not that far even, but we just uh, stabbed him and ran. Anyway. Oh, the old stab and run. Yeah. I love, I actually like, the, I liked those Crime Stoppers. They were like mini mysteries. A little mini unsolved mystery. Call 1-800-222-TIPS. 
for a reward of up to $2,000 leading up to anybody's arrest. Is that when you got your taste of show business? Mm -hmm. Is that when you knew you wanted to? Right then and there. I love that. Line, I said on set. (laughs) Do you understand how much I would love to be a fly on the wall to watch that that shoot that day? Mm. Who shot it? I don't know, some sort of local crew or something. I don't remember those details. Oh my God, that's cute. How did you get the job? How'd you get the gig? Did you audition? I was in the student council. No, they just came. Someone asked, would you do this thing? There weren't any auditions or anything. It wasn't even paid, I don't think. You were so cute. I don't think think it was paid. But anyway. uh, Yeah, it was like in the 10th grade or something. Oh my God, adorable. (sighs) Can't handle it. Okay. So, uh, conservative leader Andrew Scheer was seen at a departure gate at Toronto's Pearson Airport today, or yesterday, I should say, without a mask on. Actually, I think it was today, but that doesn't seem right because it's so early. But anyway, um, yeah, he was seen without a mask on and... He, I guess a bunch of people that were sitting around him at the airport and, and the picture, I sent you a picture. So if you have time to pull it up, that would be great. Um, there's, there's, uh, obviously a lot more people at the airport than I would have imagined, but maybe things are becoming a little bit more. Nobody's wearing them. Oh yeah. Some people are, but it's grainy, but you can see. Well, he's talking to another premier. And he also doesn't have a mask on. And this is an important fact to know because when he, when Shear was asked about, about not wearing a mask, he said, his representative said that, oh, well, he was on the phone. So he had taken it off. And then I guess you, someone must have taken that picture like, it looks like seconds after. It looks know? like it's hanging off his face. I don't know if that's a mask or... Kind of grainy. But yeah, I mean, p- masks are political. Liberals wear masks. Conservatives don't. It it's comf- it comes from down south. Trump. Uh, it, it, that's what it is now. It's fully... Pl- it looks like his mask is hanging off. It well, looks like he has one, but it's... I'm curious about... Because he was talking to a premier pallister, his name is. And let me see where... I don't know. Would he be liberal or conservative? Because I have to mention that I liked... Like Mr. says, um, uh, representative of uh, of Sheer said that, well, he was just on a phone call, so you must have caught, somebody took a picture of him right after his phone call, which is bullshit. I call bullshit. Because then the Premier Pallister, He's a conservative. Is, oh, he is. Well, yeah. because I liked his, I liked his response to it much better because it was honest. He said... I lifted my mask to join some friends in conversation at the Toronto airport this afternoon. He said in an email statement, it was an error on my part. It won't happen again. Like, I like that answer way better because it's like, okay, like we're all human. We all make mistakes. Shears, Shears, you know, response is oh, a lie, basically. Mm-hmm. That's a complete lie. And um, so anyway, kind of interesting. But I agree with you. It seems like it's very much a political thing. Like conservatives don't wear masks. Liberals do. It's so annoying. Libtards do. <sighs> you sheeple snowflake garbage person. Here's a cute story that also has a picture attached to it. So go ahead and show that. Oh. Um, Ethan Deerman, who patrols the parking lot of the Morrison's grocery store in Gifnock. I don't know where that is, is being hailed as an everyday hero. 
after he was photographed holding an umbrella over a dog's head in the rain. Aww. Like, how sweet is that? Um, since the sweet moment was captured and posted on social media by 25-year-old Mel Gracie last week, it has racked up thousands of Twitter responses applauding Dearman for his kindness. It's pretty cute. Maybe he should change his name to Dogman. Yeah. <laughs> His uh, his response is... Um, I was just doing the right thing. Yeah, he said... Oh, come he on. He said, well... He's not a hero. We don't... He says, you never know how dogs feel about the rain. No, hero is a, is the wrong word for it, but, um, but I think that that's a very sweet... Like, it's amazing to me how we can live in a world where somebody shields the rain from a, a dog's, but then other people... Uh, shank security guards and run with their child in Shidiac. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's your daily dose for today. And I'm going to skulk off if that's okay. Skulk with you. off? Yeah. Sneak off. It's yeah. five to eight. That Monday is as well. okay. Okay, everybody have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get your news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All the news from coast to coast. All the news in the with Jen Grant. I said with again. All right, thank you, Jenny. Uh, once again, uh, if you are with us watching live, please uh, feel free to give us a share or like. It does make a difference in the algorithm. We say one algorithms, algorithm, two algorithms, three algorithm. Let me just do this real quick, and then I've got a cover. On my own, because Jenny G is no longer with us. That sounds dramatic. She's just gone. That also sounds dramatic. She just has to go. Okay, friends. This episode is brought to you once again, always and forever by... Gringo's Blazing... Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Uh, go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best sauces, hot sauces you've ever had in your life. Hot sauces, salsas, and jellies, and grilling sauces. Doug Knight, chef by trade, and his wife Laura, they're obsessed with finding the perfect combination between heat and flavor. And they nail it every single time. Do yourself a favor. Do the hot sauce lover in your life a favor. And go to gringosblazingsauces.com. The uh, uh, Julian Dion Show listeners get an addition. On top of free shipping. It's free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada. They ship all over North America. And uh, Julian Dion Show listeners, that's you. Get an extra 5% discount at checkout by entering promo code JD5. Oh my goodness. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Do it. Do it today. Yeah. Oh my gush. My gush? Ouch my gosh. The uh, Speaking of the Mask Wars, there's a, a new... Um, I can't get enough of these videos because it shows the vile and ugly side of people. I mean, it's just crazy what's going on in the world. I don't want to do too many of these because we talk about it almost every day. Just the the constant fighting, the masks. And here's a guy in Costco. I don't know how he was allowed in there to begin with because they have a policy. It's known North America wide to not have a mask. He's not wearing a mask. Look at the hatred. This is what is out there in the world right now. Look at the vile, 
If you're such a freedom fighter, why so angry? Listen to this. You're six feet away from you. You're harassing me. I'm not harassing you. You are coming close to me. You're coming close to me. Back off! He feels threatened. Back the fuck up! Put your fucking phone down. This is this is the problem with these freedom fighters, quote unquote. They they know like a little part of the law, and so they'll throw that at you. So he goes, I feel threatened. He feels threatened. He's being recorded by a, a lady uh, that's standing about 15 feet from her. And he feels threatened. This definition, this is someone that has seen a couple episodes of family court or something or some sort of or night court and understands that if you feel threatened, that's, that's, that entitles you to defend yourself. There's in no way is he feeling threatened. Look at his stance. Look at this. Fucking idiot. Look at... You're six feet away from you. You're harassing me. I'm not harassing you. You are, you are, you're coming close to me. You're coming close Back to me. Back off! Threat me again! Back the fuck up! Put your fucking phone down! How is... And uh, for, first of all, anybody who wears their sunglasses on the back of their head like this, um, what is wrong with people right now? What's happening? He goes, you're harassing me and my family. I feel threatened. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't even. <laughs> oh my God. And his family, if this is his family, everyone's wearing masks. What's his problem? Now, I'll admit that the guy filming is a bit annoying. I mean, why are you going to film everybody? Because this is the age of the internet. Everybody hopes to go viral. Everybody everybody knows that, oh, if you film someone without a mask, hopefully they'll freak out, it'll go viral, and it did go viral. So the filming of it is kind of annoying, but in no way did this guy feel threatened. And if you're going to be filmed... If you notice that you're being filmed, let's say you're not wearing a mask, okay? It's a hot topic issue nowadays, and you notice you're being filmed. You should know that if you flip out, <laughs> you're only feeding into the narrative of the person filming you. It's obviously going to go viral. If that guy had gone, listen, I apologize, I can't wear a mask for health reasons, or I refuse to, whatever his, his bullshit reasons are, he shouldn't be there, first of all, but... If you would have handled it differently, it wouldn't have gone viral because this is the age we live in, the age of the quote-unquote Karen, which is an annoying uh, name as well, but term. But anyway, so the guy filming is annoying, but the guy being filmed just goes over the top in the annoying scale, on the annoying scale, and just blows it uh, you know, off the Richter. As uh, the BEPs would say. Anyway, it's uh, crazy. So if you are doing something that could be seen as wrong or construed, even if you believe it's right, in the day and age of the internet, maybe not flip out, because you know it's going to go viral. Anyway. I don't know if this guy has, has uh, uh, issued any sort of statement out. The man has been identified and now... Oh, okay, so this man, okay, the man has been identified as now former Ted Todd Agency insurance salesman Daniel Maples. CEO Charlie Todd says 
he absolutely does not represent our values and no longer works for our agency. We are working with Allstate to release a statement shortly. Shortly, wear a mask. Well, there. He was fired. So, that's another thing. If you're being filmed, it just... It, it boils back down to this, this thing we were talking about yesterday, which, by the way, I re-listened to and I sound annoying because I'm not... I, I feel like I come across as wanting to be right, needing to be right, because I'm giving my opinion and not backing down. The opinion was that... Uh, I'm just going to turn off Jen's mic. The opinion is that we all want to be right all the time, and and so even if... So if you're being filmed and you have a job which most people do, maybe bite your tongue a little bit and try not to, because you will get fired if you come across as a total dickbag like this guy. Anyway. It sucks that he lost his job over over a moment of weakness like this. I mean, I don't agree that he wasn't wearing a mask. I think that... Uh, Everybody should wear masks out in public right now for the time being, but being fired might be a little aggressive for his outburst. But just manage your outbursts, especially if you're being filmed. And if you have a job that you like and you like money, just shut your mouth. What's why do you have to be right in that moment? That's this it ultimately cost this guy his job, this this obsession with having to be right and proving Proving a point. Being a freedom fighter. How are your rights now? You have no job. Speaking of being filmed, caught on camera for ridiculous things, a tech CEO, let me get his name, Michael Lofthouse, CEO of a tech firm, Solidate, he apologized uh, yesterday for a rant against an Asian family caught on film. This is a bullshit apology, and this guy deserves to, to, be, to be fired because this was totally unprovoked. I'll share the story here. This Asian family in San Francisco was uh, celebrating a birthday in a restaurant, and for no reason... The, this guy was staring at them and just started insulting them. So the family started recording this guy and said, repeat it. Oh, now you're shy. And then the guy went off. And and I will play the video to show you. And this is, uh, oh, crap. Can I not have, do I not have the video here? Hold on. The video, okay, here's the video. Hold on. So they're just sitting there minding their own business. This guy clearly has some, some issues because he's sitting alone and goes off for no reason. It's in a group, when someone's sitting with a group of people and they start going up, you can kind of understand the mentality. But he's just sitting alone and starts attacking this Asian family. And this is, watch the hatred. Again, this is the world we live in right now. This is the state of the society. Just watch and listen for our podcast listeners. Whoa. Okay, say that again. Yeah, say that again. Oh, now you're shy? Say it again. Say it again. Now you're shy? What's wrong with you? Smiles. His cockeyed smile. You just want to punch this guy in the mouth. Say it one more time. 
gives the finger. They're doing nothing wrong, this family. They're apparently just, they start filming after the fact, but witnesses will say that uh, they were just sitting there, just minding their own business, celebrating a birthday. The restaurant is quiet. You can tell it's not a big club scene. It's not disruptive to anybody. So they start filming him after they uh, he, he threw out some racial slurs their way. And uh, then he gives the finger and goes, that's what I have to say. And then he goes off here. Trump's going to fuck you. <laughs> you fucking, you fuckers need to leave. Oh, you need you to do leave. not talk no, about that. No, you need to like leave. What's wrong with you? You need to leave now. Asian piece of shit. You oh, my right God. Now. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm out. Get out. You are not allowed here. I already, I already put my no, fucking money down. No, you do not talk to our guests like them. Get out now. Who are these fuckers? They are value guests. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're value guests. Yeah, guess. you know, yeah. yeah, fuck you. You're a racist. <laughs> you are not allowed here. Ever. Yeah, really. His face, too. He's smiling throughout the whole thing. He's calling them pieces of shit, Asian pieces of shit. He's uh, uh, saying Trump's gonna fuck you. He's so mad. This guy has is is has rage issues. He tells him he has to leave. He gets kicked out of the restaurant, but he's like, I already put my money down. So he's like not phased by any of it. He's got this cocky smile on his face. No, I'm Whoa. Okay, say that again. Anyway. Listen to his garbage apology. So he he did apologize. And uh, uh, let me find the apology here. Damn it. Uh, the Asian family said we were uh, just we were celebrating Tita's birthday, literally just singing happy birthday to her and taking pictures when this white supremacist starts yelling disgusting racist remarks at us. Uh, let's see the apology. Where's the apology? Oh, damn it. Oh, here he goes. Uh, why did people do this? They chop up the apology. They, 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 here on the Washington Post, they go, in his apology statement on Tuesday, Lofthouse promises to, quote, reflect on his actions. Just give the whole apology. I uh, can only imagine the stress and pain they feel. He said to the family, I was taught to respect people of all races and I will take the time to reflect on my actions and work to better understand the equality that so many of those around us face every day. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. He was totally unprovoked. Come on, where's the f apology? Uh, anyway. Hold on, let me find. Okay, the video went viral. Journalists identified. Okay, here's the his statement. Hopefully, I'm trying to find the statement. In an emailed statement. Ugh. Okay, my behavior in the video is appalling. This was clearly a moment where I lost control. This is the problem, or the point. W why did he lose control? There's nothing happening. He lost control over an Asian family celebrating a birthday peacefully. That's what pushed your buttons. 
My behavior in this video is appalling. This was clearly a moment where I lost control in my incredibly hurtful and divisive comments. I would like to deeply apologize to the Chan family. I can only imagine the stress and pain they feel. I was taught to respect people of all races, and I will take the time to reflect on my actions and work to better understand the inequality that so many of us face every day. Bullshit apology. He got in trouble. He's sorry he got caught, and that's what the apology is. He's not apologizing. He, he people. He's this guy is fundamentally ill. He's angry. He's full of rage. And uh, there's obviously something wrong with this guy. And uh, he was caught, so then he uh, he gives this this bullshit apology. Anyway, this is just the hate that's happening in the world. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen to this guy. I hope he gets uh, fired as CEO. But uh, we just can't... Uh, I, I don't know. I, w I just want to stay home and never leave the house again. That's uh, the world we live in. Let me just uh, quickly check on the comments. I usually have Jen do this, but let me see if I can do it. Um, here we go. See if anybody out there is saying anything. Otherwise, we will go for the close and uh, wrap her up, as they sh as they say. Good, good uh, wrapper. Hold on. Let me just check. Sorry, guys. I'm not really sorry. I appreciate you guys watching. Well, it's loading here. I don't know. Okay. Well, geez, it's a lot easier when... Uh, hey, Silka? All right. Let me see. Oh, Chris says, grinds my gears. Keep it cool, Julian. The internet is watching. LOL. That's true. Hmm... Uh, Oh, Joshua says, guy had somebody he was dining with before. Uh, all right, I can't see all the comments, but that's all I see for now. Okay, well, I'm trying to read the comments, but it really is uh, not efficient without Gen Z here. Okay. Uh, it's always the guy with the sunglasses on the back of his head. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Charles Antoine says I, uh, he doesn't agree with me. Which part? And uh, Josh Blaze says I love these shirts that these guys are wearing. I know. All right. I guess people are just... Uh... Oh, Joe says is uh, got on as Jen in the bathroom. <laughs> Jen had to go. Anyway, I'm going to I'm going to wrap it because uh, we've we're done. We I can't read the comments and do everything. It, it's uh it's I'm all disjointed. All right, everybody. I got to run. That's the show. Okay? Wait. What? All right. <laughs> that was a disjointed Last minute and a half. Anyway, thank you for watching. We are, of course, live on Facebook at 7 a.m. Eastern, Mondays through Fridays. 
right here and uh, of course available on demand after on the podcast apps wherever you get your podcasts apple google spotify tuned in stitcher Castbox, jpods all of those places uh, thanks to jen grant who has left us now she will be back tomorrow we will be back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m please feel free to share this and subscribe and like all those things. I gotta go have a nap, I think. Alright, everybody, until tomorrow. And remember, as always, <laughs> as always, watch your head. What you already got. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. Time